0: Hey, welcome back for another episode of the Art of Giving a Damn, and I'm excited to have somebody with us today who really personifies what we talk about every week on this show, and that is uh, caring about what you do in your business in a little bit of a different way. So, Michelle, thank you so much for hopping on. Thank you for having me. Hi, everybody. Yeah. And you know, we we've been uh, following each other for. Quite a few years now online. I remember when you started out and you shifted a little bit what you do over the years. So can you tell me about this idea that's right behind you of love face this? <laughs> so...
1: Yeah, I well, I, I'm. I, it all started with copy, which I'm still, which is still part of what I do. So, you know, I was I, I'm a copywriter. I have a, I have a copy and marketing business. And copy, mm-hmm. in case what you're wondering, it has nothing to do with protecting intellectual property. It's writing promotional materials. Mm-hmm. And what happened was, uh, I was like your ka-ching marketing strategist. Yeah. So, yeah. so, my very old, old. And even before that, I was I was something else that was even worse. But anyway, so. <laughs> We we, we, all, we all start, we do what we can. Um, but what happened was I had so many of my friends say to me, oh, Michelle, can you come up with a different way of uh, writing copy? And mm-hmm. they gave me names like conscious copywriting and um, all these other, you know, and, and attraction copywriting and nothing was sticking and I was resisting it anyways. I was like, oh, uh-huh. there's so many other people writing copy. What, what am I, or t- teaching copy, what do mm-hmm. I have the add to it
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then my friend uh, Susan Liddy came up with love-based marketing in 2014 and I looked at it and thought love-based copy well what's the opposite of love-based copy fear-based copy mm-hmm. and then that was it it all downloaded into me the whole philosophy and since then we're on a love-based biz quest on helping everybody shift to love <laughs>
0: I love that idea because so much of what's been out there for so long really is fear-driven, and I think that's why some entrepreneurs, especially the kind you and I tend to work with—the the audience that this show has—resist marketing. They resist writing copy because they don't want to sell or invite people to work with them from a place of fear. Right. Is that a conversation you find yourself having a lot? yes
1: uh, all the time and it's it's interesting because i just i just got an email today from somebody and they actually were talking about uh you know these fear based triggers and and yeah. and it's so because you know even when you don't realize it, it you know that's that's the thing is it's I think that's why so many people don't like it. It's like it's it's not that they consciously knew it was fear. It's just yeah. it's just what they felt. They felt icky doing it, and so it was just really hard to to do it. And so yes, but you don't have to. That's that's the beauty of really what I'm 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 here to teach and inspire a another way.
0: Well, and I love that because that is a piece that just holds so many people back from really loving the business they've created is they love what they do. They love the piece where they work with clients, but when it comes to marketing and sales, they just, they can't push themselves sometimes to even do it. And it really can start to make you resent your business when you feel like you have to sell from a place of fear. So what's, what's maybe the first step or two someone can take if they're, they love this idea and they're going, well, what, what do I do to sell that way? How do I approach my copy that way?
1: Okay, so one way, so to, just a quick, so I think this might make more sense when, when I kind of explain it, is that mm-hmm. how, you, how, you can persuade, how you persuade anybody to do anything, it's, it's anytime you want anyone to take action, it doesn't matter if it's buying a product or getting your kids to go to bed at, at the right bedtime, <laughs> um, you have to tap into emotions, that is the only way, and so you can either tap into fear, or wait, hold on a second, I just realized I got to pull my nose. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're we're unplugged here on this.
0: <laughs> yeah, hey, that's um, what happens.
1: <laughs> so, uh, so we can you can either tap into fear, or you can tap into love. And fear-based mm-hmm. emotions are anything like fear, shame, guilt, mm-hmm. uh, anger, grief. Now, obviously, some of those emotions, like you know, grief, uh, you know, is certainly not going to be very motivating to get somebody to take action. But mm-hmm. things like fear, anxiety, shame. Mm-hmm. Um, even even anger and resentment um can be really huge triggers so uh so the thing is is is, is but you, you don't have to that's what i'm that's part of the reason mm-hmm. is you can actually uh tap into the love based emotions so one of the first things is is to is to put yourself in an abundance mindset as much as you can. Because the problem is, is that if you're stuck in scarcity and we're all there, mm-hmm. so there's nothing here. So, so the reason why so many, I think so many of us end up marketing in fear is, 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 I mean, you, you know, you only can do what you can do. So, but uh, if you personally aren't, it's feeling very fearful, like you don't know how you're going to pay your bills next month. It's really, Difficult to have a conversation and not get into that desperation Mm -hmm. You know, uh, you know pursuing energies Mm -hmm. So if you can kind of sit down and ground yourself and really feel like, you know, you know The best and highest good and I'm not saying don't feel those feelings, you know, eventually you're gonna need to feel them Maybe not at the moment when you're making a sales call or writing Mm -hmm. marketing copy And if you can really hang on to being attached Mm -hmm. to it working out for everyone's highest good and, and the highest good includes you getting financially taken care of and uh, but not committed to like this person signing up because that might not be everybody's highest good so if you can if you can manage to be you know stay committed to that but not attached to mm-hmm. the specific outcome in front of you you know that's going to go a, a long way to starting to have you shift into being able to market and sell yourself with love
0: Mm-hmm. love that and that is uh, it, it's interesting that you bring up the piece around mindset and some of the other things because really the concept that you have tapped into here with love based biz is so much bigger than just copy and sales and i know you've got a whole series of books about it so uh, what are the different pieces of this
1: yeah. So I have a love based copy. That's the first one. And that's really, cause that's really what it, what it came down to. And so I like to start there. And if you think it doesn't work, you know, I mean, over the last eight years I've, you know, I've, I've sold, you know, between myself and my clients over $50 million in copy using love based copy and marketing. Mm-hmm. So it absolutely can work. Uh, it's just, like I said, it's, it's, it's different. So it's going to feel, it might feel uncomfortable because it's mm-hmm. just a different way of looking at it. And then I, I also have love based online marketing. Mm-hmm. And then I have love-based money and mindset and I actually have a podcast on love based money because I feel like that is one of the relationships that we have our relationship mm-hmm. with money is so fraught with fear I not oh. it was me uh, because you know that's I mean that's the heart of it I mean it's like it's fear scarcity not only is it you know t- trying to make it but then once you have the money losing the money I mean right. it's, there's so many places and then love-based goals is coming out in December and that one is about because we all have goals. Those goals that are sitting on our list that we are not doing, why? Even though we want to, and we keep saying, "Why aren't we doing it?" Well, probably this,
0: this book might help. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. So, what are some of the reasons, maybe, that that we have those goals? Because I'm sure everybody listening has that. They've got a couple of things on their list that have probably been on their list for a while, maybe even a few years that still aren't getting done so where do you start to kind of align that when what you say you want and what you seem to be doing just aren't lining up so there's a a couple places to start
1: first off i would i would Think, I, okay. So I, I think that part of what's going on is you don't see yourself as the person. So like, mm-hmm. let's say, like, let's say you want to be a non-smoker. Like, let's say you're smoking, and you've been trying to kick the habit. for. So this is beyond business. This is where I'm going with this. So I picked the non-business one. Mm-hmm. Um but you, you—if you don't see yourself as a non-smoker, if you see yourself as a smoker who keeps trying to quit, mm-hmm. you're never going to quit. Just like if you see yourself as—if—and you might not—I mean, you might be thinking to "Well, of course I don't." Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, you know, and I get it. But you know, but the thing is, is that you know, what, if what you've been trying to do hasn't been working, let's try something else. And so right, let's dig right.
0: around
1: <laughs> and really get to the heart of how you see yourself. Mm -hmm. So if you are a writer and you have been talking about finishing your book or starting your book, for years now, and you haven't started it. Maybe that's because you see yourself as a wannabe writer who mm-hmm. is always at the brink of starting something, but never actually does it mm-hmm. or finishes it. Same with all the business stuff. So, so your identity, how you see yourself, is really important. And if your identity isn't matching up with the goal,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, that's that's where I feel like you know, going through some of the the you know the mindset blocks and the other things that are standing in your way. Uh, at you know, like why you are procrastinating. Why the stuff keeps falling off, and I have old, i have a whole chapter on procrastinating too. That's something that I—I I had a big problem with.
0: But I do really feel like those—those those are the things that are blocking you. Mm-hmm. Well, and and the interesting thing is that that concept is so much bigger than even just goals, because really. It's a lot of times what stops us from building that successful business because we yeah. don't see ourselves as the successful business owner. We don't see ourselves as the expert in what we do. Um, so, or that we have something of
1: value to share, or yes. that we should be paid well for our offerings, mm-hmm. or that, you know, who am I? You know, anytime we got that, who am I? Like, who am I to have this message? Who am I to do this? You know, that is that is actually standing in your way of, you know, in, 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 in more ways than one, I guess you yeah.
0: Absolutely. So when you work with clients and, and you're going over, you know, either their copy or these different pieces, um, what do you do when they run into that where you can see they're really struggling with stepping into what their purpose and, and what they're really passionate about because they don't see themselves that way yet? How do you push them through that that conversation? So,
1: you know, I think one of the things is, I, and I think this is really important for all the coaches listening is that there's only so much as a coach you can do. Mm-hmm. So you can hold the space, which I try to do. Uh, you can uh, encourage them to do the mindset work, but you can't do the work for you. You can't see their goals stronger. Right. Than they can. So that's so i think that the thing is is you know holding space is big i think that's i, I you know so i think just you know seeing it reminding them of, of themselves you know of where they want to go and maybe even having them take a step back and do some meditation or journaling or just really kind of get clear um as to what it is but because you're right that's i ha- used to have clients before i got some of this i mean this was years and years ago but i would give them copy and they wouldn't even use it not because they didn't like it or they didn't resonate with it i mean they would pay me mm-hmm. but they would use it and they and i talked mm-hmm. to one of i still remember this i talked to one of them later and he's like i just i you know i couldn't do it and i didn't real at the time this was This is a long time ago. This is over ten years ago, and so I didn't have the tools to 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 see it now. But I see it now that he wasn't ready to step into it. He didn't see himself as as having anything to offer, Mm. and his information product that he created was really very you know much about him, and he couldn't. And that's why he couldn't do it. He could never market. He could. I don't. don't know what he ended up doing. So I love. But yeah, that's that's really power. That's really happens a lot.
0: And that's something that, like you said, when, you, uh, when you're working with other people, you can't do the work for them. Um, but I think, like you said, holding space is really important. And also being that example, because I know one of the things that has really helped me in the, <laughs> the uh, adventure of entrepreneurship is seeing other entrepreneurs really step into their purpose and their passion and realizing, okay, if they did that. I can do that too. So I think being that example for people yes. is really important as well. Yeah, um, so, so
1: people can sense it too, even like emotionally. So don't mm-hmm. be, um, you know, you don't have to say anything. You know, you don't you don't even post those memes on Facebook. I mean, you, you're, you know, <laughs> just, just your presence sometimes can be enough.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So what is your absolute favorite part of what you do in business today?
1: So what I really love is being able to, and this is what's always gotten me excited is that I do love, I I love the, what I, what I offer, like the fact that I'm out here helping other entrepreneurs get their work out into the world, Mm -hmm. because I feel like I'm really, I'm really doing something that's changing everything because not only am I helping them get their work out and so they can Mm -hmm. make money doing what they love, but the thing is, is that all those people out there that have been waiting Mm -hmm. for their message and that's what they need to make their life better, Mm -hmm. they find them without the marketing and so how can we market in a way that feels good and because I'm a big believer that your marketing should and sales process should it should um, replicate your transformation so if you're just so so if you bring them in with fear that's why that's why I mean it can work but that's why Mm -hmm. it can sometimes derail the transformation process so what can we do to really uh, hold that space, even if it is tough love? I'm not because I'm not saying if just because love based means it's all roses. <laughs> tough love is tough love is love too. So uh, you know sometimes letting them just feel how feel the pain, and just being there and supporting them and letting them cry, letting them do whatever you know, holding that space can be really powerful. So so how so that's what I really just love is being out there really inspiring people to, to get their
0: work out there in a bigger way to help, to help the people that are waiting for them. I love that. And that's a piece that so many entrepreneurs really do need support with. They need somebody to tell them it's okay to do that. It's something that by learning that it's okay not to market in fear, it really frees people to approach their business from a different way.
1: Exactly, and that it works. I mean, it really, you can do it successfully.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, $50 million in sales kind of says this approach probably works. <laughs> <It can>. Really?
1: Because <laughs> I think a lot of people don't believe it, but it really can work. <laughs>
0: yeah. You know, and I, I think you're right about what you said a second ago about the emotions of the sales process being important to what you're delivering to clients and your transformation. I know the times that I have bought because I was a afraid because somebody really dug into the pain, of if you don't do this, you know, everything in your life's going to go wrong and your pet's going to die type sales copy. You've seen it. Um, You come from such a place of fear when you're trying to implement what you're learning that you're still feeling that emotion. It's overwhelming. And it's hard to get results when you're in that place and you're not coming in from a place of, hey, oh, I see the potential. I'm excited. I have hope. I can do this. It makes such a difference in the results our clients get.
1: Yeah, and I, I don't have any stats for this, and I think, I, but I think I like to get them because I also think that buyer's remorse is higher yes. when you bring them in with fear, because that's because then it's like that you've got the letdown. And you
0: know, what happens
1: when you when you do anything with fear, like any when you any so think about like all the stuff you do, like you 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 post an unwise Facebook rant because you're angry, or you start an argument, or you gossip, or you take yeah. a drink or eat that rocky road all of those actions that you take because you're feeling a fear-based motion you always have well not always but a lot of times you have some sort of guilt or remorse after so it it also makes sense that if you buy a product because you're you're, through fear or shame you're going to have remorse because there's because that's that's how it always works so that's why if you can stay on the love-based side and don't trigger that, you know, the buyer's remorse also will go down. Yeah.
0: You know, and I think part of that, too, is sometimes when we buy things because of negative emotions, we end up feeling guilty like we got swindled. Exactly. We feel like we were taken advantage of. And, you know, it's funny that you say about the stats. I would actually love to see stats on that, but... Um, I remember when I first started out in business, most of the people I worked with were very conscious of how they marketed, how they did their sales calls and they didn't use as many of the negative emotions. And at one point I kind of moved a little bit within the industry and started working with a different group and seeing the refund rates was shocking to me because I was like, Nobody asks for a refund in the part of the world I'm from. I don't even understand this concept. And it was, it was, well, you know, we make more sales. I'm like, I don't know that I want to make sales at that cost of, you know, making people feel that way. Um, So I don't have like stats to compare, but...
1: Oh yeah, no, the because the, the, the buyer's remorse is a little harder to track, but refund rates absolutely go up uh, if you yeah. when you use fear-based. So that that's absolutely true. So yes, and that's and that's part of it because you're right. That's part of the whole buyer's remorse, and then refunds go up or people that are unhappy or people mm-hmm. who aren't coming to you because they're stuck. I mean, mm-hmm. if they're if they're battling their own demons, I and you brought them in with fear. How are they going to trust you that you you know exactly. come to you? in that partnership or, you know, or as, as you being able to help them. I mean, they're not, that's why, that's why I think thinking about how we bring people in is so important.
0: It really is um, because you're right. you have to have that trust with somebody, not that they can make you feel fear, but that they can help you fix it. I I had a conversation with somebody the other day and we were going through a sales page and they, they made the statement to me, I know right here I'm supposed to dig in and cause people pain. And I said, wait, hang on for a second. Is your audience already in pain? Are they already feeling that way? Because you don't need to dig into it. You need to identify it so they know you get it. But you need to do the opposite. Help them see there's a potential to fix yep. that uh, and change it. And when we, we talked about that for a minute, it was like a light bulb, right? Of, Oh, I can do this a different way. Because I think a lot of people just don't even realize there's another way to approach it.
1: Yeah, respectfully acknowledge, I think, is huge. Not agitate, which is exactly right. what you are talking about.
0: Yeah, yeah, it makes a huge difference. So uh, I know that for anybody who is curious about how to apply this concept a little more to what they're doing and to, to shift their marketing, to shift their sales, to shift how they approach their business into that love-based uh, approach, you've got a free ebook people can grab, and it's called How to Start a Business You Love and That Loves You Back, which sounds amazing. I would, you know, I prefer my business love me and I love it. That's a much better relationship. (laughs) So people can go to lovebasebiz.com to grab a copy of that.
1: Yeah, and the podcast is there too, and also awesome. even if you have a business but you don't love it, this will help you as well. So it's also for existing business owners who are not or feel not feeling that loving feeling with their business, or, or they biz- or they don't think their business or they don't think their business loves them back either. <laughs>
0: there are those days, but you know, as you really get clear on what your purpose is and what your passion is, it gets easier to build your business around that and really create something that you do love, that you do get up excited in the morning to tackle, not just working with your clients or creating your products, even your marketing. Yes. All right. So I appreciate so much you hopping on today uh, for a few minutes here with us. I know that those listening are uh, We're rethinking a little bit how they approach what they do. So, what's one thought that you'd like to leave everybody with when it comes to that love based approach in your business and your marketing? So, um, be, you know,
1: first of all, don't judge yourself. So, you know, we've all made mistakes and you are in the exact right place. And so be patient with yourself and be good to yourself and don't beat yourself up or, you know, do the best you can to not beat yourself up. I realize for some of us, it's a (laughs) long and green trait, but quite honestly, it's not helping anybody. And, you know, and just know in the future, I mean, we're human. So, you know, you've likely done some of this in the past, you likely will do it again in the future future and that's okay just you know take a deep breath and forgive yourself and move on and because that's part of this too is being good to yourself and just you know if this is a journey it's not it's not a sprint it's a marathon it's a journey and just keep taking one step you know if just like you keep one step in front even if you fall down or it's okay you know get back up dress yourself up try again I love
0: that every day just get a little closer Exactly. And make sure you grab Michelle's ebook. Again, it's at lovebasedbiz.com. And you'll want to stick around, check out her podcast, check out her blog. There is a ton of helpful info there that will really help you to shift the way you look at this piece of your business and maybe even fall just a little bit in love with how you approach your marketing. So don't miss that. Thanks again for joining us. Thank you. All right, everybody, make sure you subscribe to the podcast if you haven't yet. Wherever you are watching this, there's a subscribe button somewhere nearby. And come back and join us for another episode.